What's going on? Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 199. We are back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome, everyone. Wild card, super wild card weekend has passed. Uh, very, very, very exciting uh, few games. Yeah. Uh, probably, I mean, I, I really can't even imagine them being much better than they were, especially how the matchups were. Because mm-hmm. um, I think to these casual fans, the matchups weren't as good as they ended up being, like on you know on the field. So, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with your Giants. Giants, man, Danny Dimes. That was a great game to watch. It was. It was. Um, Vikings, good year record wise. Uh, most people who at least analyze football had a lot of questions for them. Um, coming in, were they consistent? Um, you know, did they really have the weapons that it looked like on paper? Which I do think the weapons are there. It's just they they really couldn't put a full game together. Um, when it came to really really good teams. Yeah. So and their their defense is bad. Defense is bad. It, it's bad. So you like Kirk Cousins has to be great. He was good. He was good in throughout most of the game. Mm-hmm. But like you put him in a position to be great or like to have to be great. And that's not a good recipe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And the thing is, their weapons are fantastic when it comes to, you know, Hawkinson played great, you know, Justin Jefferson, all those guys. But you know, if Cousins doesn't bring it all together, they're, you know, they're easy to beat. Yeah. And the Giants came to this game with a lot of heart. Daniel Jones had a lot to prove. A lot to prove. Saquon had a lot to prove as far as his playoff performance, you know, what it would look like for him, his health. Um, and they did it, man. They, they played fantastic. Giants played really, really good. I, I'm not sure if I... As a giant fan, I'm not sure if I could have asked for more than what they did in this game. Yeah, yeah, man, they played clean. Like very no mistakes. They they executed on the critical third downs. Uh, I thought they utilized like literally everything they had. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. athleticism, uh receivers that nobody knows, the running game mm-hmm. with Barkley. I thought the defense made some plays. Defense looked really good. The Giants, that like that was about as complete of a game as you could put together. It was. And their biggest problem, at least when it comes to Daniel Jones, has been him not taking care of the ball, has been him giving up downs, missing targets. And it just, like you said, it just looked like he played clean. He didn't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I think he's... Uh, making it a conscious effort not to make mistakes. I mean, it looks good. It looks good on him. It looks good on the Giants. Yeah. Uh, okay, next. Let's go um, Bills-Dolphins. Mm. Bills-Dolphins. A uh, better game than it should have been. Yeah, better game than it should have been. I, I'm on record saying I thought the Dolphins still had a decent chance, but I didn't think it would be a three-point game. I didn't think it would kind of come down to the wire. Skyler Thompson 
played pretty bad. I'm not even sure if he could have. He didn't impress. Not sure if he could have played much worse. Nah, he honest. didn't impress whatsoever. Uh, but Josh Allen, man, this is it wasn't a good game. It probably would be a good game for anyone else that people don't have in their top five quarterbacks in the league. It'd be a decent game, wouldn't be too bad. But for him, the two interceptions were atrocious. They're really, really, really bad. Um, some of the miss, uh, the passes that he that were incomplete. Um, they just weren't on target. Sometimes he had to throw it away in times where I didn't really think he had to. Um, their defense wasn't there. Defense didn't look no. as good as advertised. No. And they haven't looked without Von Miller. They've been struggling, which you know the defense. I'll give them a pass for that. Uh, you're not putting as much pressure on the quarterback. It's hard to cover. But Josh Allen, man, you know, it, it's it's awkward that we're talking about from going from the Giants to the Bills because yeah. the uh, the Bills just had Dable as their coordinator. Yeah. And he leaves, and Josh Allen plays less and less consistent. Right. While Daniel Jones – who we were sure was horrible, mm-hmm. has been getting more and more consistent. Yeah. Like, that can't be an accident to me. No, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. And, and I'm watching the Bills game, and I'm like, man, like, he's just – he's trying to be a hero. hmm Against the third-string quarterback. Yeah. Like, the you're not even at Mahomes that. or now, you know, Burrow – you're not getting away with that against those guys. No. And he should no. know better. Like, we're not – this isn't second, third year. Like, he's been in the league. He's been in these situations. Yeah. He's even played well in these situations. Yeah. But I don't know, man. He's not seeing the field well again. He's, like, regressing back to his bad habits that he had early on. Forced to just step on or, or Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And his tight ends, like the the weapons are much better than they were early on in his career. A lot better. So there's really no need. I mean, to be honest, we saw it throughout the season. Mm -hmm. That first Miami game, he's clean the whole game, just, you know, dropping it down, getting crazy stats. And then at the end of the game, he, he just makes like boneheaded throws. Right. Yep. So it's becoming a pattern at this point. Diggs and Davis alone had 18 targets. 18 targets. And, like, and with the team that he has is stacked. I mean, like, when it comes to receivers, it, all of them can make big plays. I know. And Buffalo, like, they don't even try to hide that they don't want to run the ball anymore. I know, man. It was really bad this game. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like you, you don't have to play like this. And Josh had some opportunities to run that he didn't take that I thought were were kind of weird. He like instead of taking the run, he threw a bad pass. And I, I exactly, and I, and I hate to keep comparing it, but Daniel Jones took the run every time and he made did. huge play after huge play every time. Right, like I've seen and, Josh do that. 
Me too. And the thing is, Josh, I, you know, I think he's having a hard time finding how to do the safe run. You know, like Daniel Jones, um, I mean, Brett Favre used to, used to run a little bit in, in slide. Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying there's guys who aren't even as good as Josh that could make runs and slide and be safe. It's like Josh is like, oh, I'm not going to make a run because if I run, I'm going to have to get tackled hard. I'm going to have to try to truck somebody. Because I know that that's been the narrative. Josh yeah. runs a lot now. And, you know, they're worried about it. But he he's good enough that he can make a safe run and get some yards, easy yards. I mean, four carries in this game, he had at least four more opportunities. He could have got gotten a few yards. Yeah. I, I just, man, like, it's 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 hurting him that he can make every throw. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes has this to a much lesser degree, mm-hmm. but it, it's like not being able to contain yourself and going for that, like, that hero play is yeah. just is hurt Buffalo, man. And it, it came close to hurting them really bad. Yeah, when you have these Showtime kind of guys, spectacular guys, they can't play safe. It's just not their game. Yeah. When I say safe, I don't mean safe health-wise. I mean safe, trying so hard to avoid mistakes. Like him, those spectacular Showtime guys, they end up making more mistakes. Yeah. Uh, That's why, I mean, they just gave up with Mahomes. All right, no-look passes, underhand passes, left-hand passes. We can't stop you from doing it, so just do it. It works, but, but like Buffalo, he, Andy Reid is more creative embracing that. He is like he once is. a month. Once a month, Kansas City will be like, you know what? We're running the ball today. Mm-hmm. Like I just Buffalo, I'd like to see more creativity than just Josh go be great. Right, Kansas City That's does fair. not do that with Mahomes. No, they don't. They don't. And only in like the fourth quarter they say, "All right, right. Mahomes." Is- you Sometimes know, right, he just like goes it. into that mode, even when they don't need yeah. it. But you know, he's the best quarterback in the league, <laughs> and that's what separates them from me. Is just yeah, I, that autonomy to know when it's time to take over. And Josh, I think, has the determination to do it, but maybe he just doesn't have the X factor, the mentality to say, "All right, I know what I need to do." It's like Josh knows, hey, if you give me the play, I'll be able to do it in the clutch moments. Yeah. Mahomes like, yo, oh, the, the, you know, I can't hear you coach, whatever. I got this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the difference um, between them, I think, but Hey, they got the win. We'll see what happens. I think he'll play better next time. Uh, next game. And they have who, who again? Bengals, Bengals, Cincinnati. It's a huge game. Yeah, it is. You want to talk about the Bengals real quick about uh, their struggles? Yeah, this is that. Go ahead. I mean, I only watched the second half because I didn't think this would be a game that needed to be watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Baltimore's close by, so I heard that it was a struggle, and Buff and Baltimore had a chance. Yeah, that that fumble recovery. Was was just tough. Yeah, that was the like most fluke play of the year. Yeah, and the worst Especially part for him to get away with it, like for yes. him to take it all the way. Yeah. The worst part, to be honest, like 
at that point, the Ravens had a legitimate chance. It wasn't a fluke. It like we're right there. You you got a chance, and and that happens. You have a chance to win the game too. Like you're not coming back. Like you're, you you nah, controlled the game enough to win it. Now it was over. If if they scored, it's it was over. over to me. Yeah. Um, Tyler Humbling played fantastic. I like. I, I, I mean, that, down the stretch, he had a few moments, but I don't know what else really Ravens could ask of him. Man. I really don't. Uh, yeah, he's a backup quarterback, so it wasn't like he was going to be, you know, have a fantastic 400 yard game or anything like that. It's just he managed the game well. He took care of the ball well for the most part, but just that one play, man. I mean, uh, I I I think Huntley will be around for a long time. Oh, me too. Me I think too. we're going to see him. I'm not sure if it'll be on one team. He could bounce around, but you know, mm-hmm. depending on. He could easily get into a lot of situations. Yeah, and and he could be a guy, you know, a season-ending injury guy that leads the team to the playoffs kind of player to me. Yeah, I can I, see that. I'm not saying he's a, he's a starter caliber, but he's someone that can still win games, definitely. Yeah. So, but yeah, back to the Bengals. Why do you think the game was close? What did you uh, say? Guys getting hurt. Can't protect mm-hmm. Joe again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were a little sloppy. I thought there was some drops. He uh, Joe missed some throws. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. The Bengals are like, they, they really haven't looked unstoppable a lot of the year. Mm-hmm. But they just keep winning. Make... They make the big play when it's time to make the big play. They do. In the rest of that game, in the rest of the games, I'm saying this throughout the season, not just in this game, but the rest of the, throughout the season, they would make the big play that won the game or that, you know, captured the momentum. But the rest of the game, they, they play even with teams a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they struggle and- with a lot of the – like they'll outplay Kansas City – and then struggle mm-hmm. against Tennessee a week later with a backup. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they just—they've really never been consistent, even with Joe Burrow. Right. Right. Their um, their defense was okay in this game. I think it could have been better. Um, I think it's going to have to be better for next game, but. We'll see. They are a team that's hard to figure out, hard to really give a good analysis to. Uh, but gonna have yeah. to cover those tight ends next uh, this upcoming weekend. Yeah, definitely, definitely. When Bills look at that film, it's gonna be a different story. And and the Bills' yeah. th- tight ends go deep. Mm-hmm. Like Mark Andrews is a completion like oriented guy. Like he's the pick up yards. You know, uh, make a good route. Bills send yeah. their guys for like the the bomb plays. Yep. And Josh yep. Josh will miss everything underneath to see it too. Mm-hmm. He does. <clears throat> um, all right. Jaguars and Chargers. Um where do you want to start here? This game. Um, 
It's a good question where I want to start here. I'll start. 27 the 0. Half, the first half is one of the worst, worst halves of football I've ever seen by the, the Jaguars, by any team. It's the worst half of football I think I've ever seen by any team in the Jaguars. Pulled it off in the first half. I'm going to be honest. It was Trevor Lawrence to me. Well, yeah, it was. It was 90% of it was Trevor It was Lawrence, like 90 yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I'm like the raw, the Jaguars like rosters walking around like, what the fuck is going on here? And he keeps coming back out there and the, the interception got dumber and dumber. Like, Yeah, he was playing for the Chargers in the first half. Oh, my God. It was so bad. The last one. I was just like, yo, like, somebody put a stop to this, please. Somebody was joking, Trevor bet on the spread before the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to make sure he manages it right. Uh, yeah, four interceptions, man. It was really, 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 really gross. Uh, and I thought, I I thought Doug Peterson showed, from this point on, Doug Peterson showed why he's a good coach. Because mm-hmm. I and I'm sure a lot of the bad NFL coaches would have benched him. Yeah, but Doug Peterson calmed down the team, and they they played flawlessly in the second half. Absolutely flawless. That's that's what's crazy to me. Like, okay, Trevor comes out, he goes crazy in the second half. If it's just Trevor, they're they're not coming back, right? Everyone stepped up. Their special teams started tackling like faster. Their defense yep. started getting stop after stop, getting to Herbert Etienne over started, and over again. They're running the Etienne ball. started eating. Yeah, he started eating. The Jaguars like collectively picked up Trevor Lawrence's slack, which was so awesome to watch. Yeah, they did. They did. And it's shocking. Yep. Again, That this doesn't happen without Doug Peterson to me. No, he did his thing. He definitely did his thing in this. With adversity, they made obviously they made amazing adjustments at the half and they came out and got it done. And also I, I think it shows a little bit of Trevor Lawrence's leadership to even still have the mindset to come out there and win the game. Because he played good the second half too. I know. And and I think that to the Doug Peterson point, if this was Carson Wentz. The team doesn't rally behind him. No. They, they just don't. It just the team gets deflated. They're done for the night. It's over. But I think Lawrence is one of those guys. He's. I mean, everybody likes Lawrence. He's cool. He's funny. Yeah. Um, he, he looks like he has vocal. a cool personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's very vocal. He, he he talks. You never like have to wonder what he's saying or thinking. He he just talks to the guys, and I, I think that is something that um, helps push. The team and, and yeah. obviously he got his boys. Etienne is his boy, so I'm sure they had a conversation that uplifted each other and just say, "Yo, let's go get it done." And they got it done, man. Got it done. Again, I watched um, a lot of I watched a lot of teams this year like mm-hmm. give up on their quarterback because he was awful. Yeah, like yeah. the Broncos. Every other game that Russ was awful, they would like there would be a moment on the side, a moment after the game. A moment that, like, the following week, you know, like, somebody said something or or somebody had a blow-up with him or with a fucking backup quarterback because of him. Like... Yeah, we have 
we have so many pictures and memes from him looking people yeah. looking at him like he's crazy, yelling at him, whatever. Yeah, and this yeah. like Lawrence's first half was worse than any half that Russ had this year. Yeah, it was. I mean, and and the fact that they stuck with him, you never saw like a single moment of guys like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. They never lost composure. No, they didn't. I mean, talk about the Jaguars, which is just insane. Yeah. I'm happy for them, man. I really am. I'm happy for them, too. And also the Jaguars defense played great in this game. I mean, overall, their defense played pretty good. They just couldn't – obviously, Lawrence was giving them – giving the Chargers a great Short field, field position. Yeah. So, but the defense, I mean, they held it. I mean, they held the guys that they were worried about down pretty well. You know, Eckler didn't really get loose that crazy. Um, Keenan Allen really was never open, or at least uh, Herbert really couldn't get it to him clean that much. Yeah. Um, and they, they made other guys step up for uh, the Chargers that played – they're not playing okay, but they weren't the guys that could win you the game. Uh, second half, Herbert was really flustered. He was having a really hard time finding guys. Um, you know, he was throwing the ball into the ground, hitting guys in the knees, stuff like that. In the second half, it just that energy um, Jacksonville brought was just was fantastic. It was good. How do you feel about Lawrence after this, though? What does this do for Lawrence's stock to you? Nothing. I, I, I always thought he was like a big upside, big downside guy, high risk, mm-hmm. uh, high reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's, he's clearly that. See, net zero for him for this? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think he, he's yeah. got a lot of that like Josh Allen Mahomes thing of he, he wants to make the hero plays. Yeah. And as this team is getting is going to get better, I imagine they're pretty young, as far as I know, the guys I've heard of. Yeah. Um, he's going to have to be more disciplined. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 curious again with Doug Peterson. I I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. I could see that being an easy reality. Me too. Yeah. So I, yeah. the future for that for Jacksonville is bright either way, regardless of Trevor Stock. For me, I I was high mm-hmm. on him coming in and. Ever since he's come out of the of college, yeah, yeah, me and me too. I, I was always high on Trevor, and I think uh, again, like like you said, Peterson with him, and Peterson with someone else as an actual leader, and yes, and someone, yes. Someone and last time he had that, can, it was a Super Bowl. Exactly. So someone that the team they're, can they're not trust. far off this time, right? Right. I mean. It, they don't have a shot to me, but I'm sure they believe they have no, a shot. They don't have a shot. And honestly, like, you even look at their season parallel to this game. Like, their season played out like this game. It did, yeah. They're 4-8 and eight or 27-0. Like, the season's dead. The game is dead. And nobody yeah. ever loses fade. Right. Right. <clears throat> I'm excited for yeah. them. What about Herbert? Didn't say much about how he played. What'd you I don't see want to talk today? about them, but I mean the Chargers. That was like the lamest comeback I've ever seen given up. Like I wanted to make sure we give Jacksonville credit because I'm excited, yeah. and I think they'll make the Kansas City game a little bit better than people think. Like 
you know, I think it's going to be at least competitive in the first half. I agree. But Chargers, like the the level of ineptitude, mm -hmm. it, it's I, – I had multiple people because I watched this with a friend of mine and I was mm -hmm. talking to people about the game and my friend was talking to his friends about the game. Mm -hmm. I had a person who's not a big football fan at all mm -hmm. at halftime say, you know, like, yeah, the game seems over. But there's still a lot of time for the Chargers to blow this. And I'm like, you know, I, okay, the Chargers have like a slight history of this, of blowing yeah. games, but not like this. Yeah. Not, not like right. historic. And then and then yeah. my friend tells me the same thing. Like, dude, I have friends telling me that like they're putting in the group chat uh, that there's still a lot of time left. And, and the crazy thing is, it's not even the points. It was how Jacksonville was playing. Right. Like if Jacksonville had just, you know, just missed some passes, they were throwing the ball right to the Chargers. Right to them. Yeah. You come yeah. out in the second half, and Herbert is what, year three, four? Uh, I want to say three. He's year three. He played trash. So did yeah, so did man. Patrick Mahomes last year in the second half of the AFC, uh, a round later or two rounds later. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll give year three Justin Herbert a pass for being trash in the second half, which he was. Mm -hmm. Guys are wide open repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Bro, it goes 27-7. Trevor Lawrence throws a bomb. Dude is wide open in the end zone. Zay Jones, mm -hmm. their best receiver of the year. I'm a casual football fan, and I knew this. Yeah. The next drive, almost the same thing happens. Yep. A slightly different route, I think. He might have been the same fucking route because he goes from the right side of the field, darts diagonally up the left, wide open in the end zone. I, I remember I messaged you and said, did they just do the exact same play? Remember? He said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And me and my friend are watching. I'm tired. I had a long week of, of multi, you know, work, coaching. I'm tired. I was excited that this was a blowout because I was going to get to bed early. I had three football games. I was excited about the day later. Yeah. And then the game gets closer. And by the time it was a touchdown game, I'm like, oh, oh, the Chargers lost. Yeah. This is to, blow, to blow a 27-point lead without a turnover. Like, think about how lame your coaching has to be. And not even blow. They didn't even get another touchdown. Like, it's it's different if, like, they they got another touchdown and Jaguars got one extra touchdown. Like, Chargers did almost nothing in the second nothing. half. Nothing. Yeah. And it's, it's the same play. It's Herbert drops back. The motivated Jacksonville Jaguars are all over him. Horrible decision or, or sack. Mm -hmm. Like we don't even you're you're up twenty seven points and we're not running the ball. Nope. Like like it's just stupid. Your defense, who the head coach is supposed to be a defensive guy, was horrible in the second half. It was like the, the Jaguars ran it, big play, passed it, big play, trick play, big play. Like, can we stop anything? Right. And by the end of the game, the answer was clearly fucking no. Because, again, they're down two 
and they get the final. The Jackson, the Jacksonville gets the final possession, and not a soul had a doubt that the uh, the Chargers lost. Right. Yeah. And they fucking lost, of course. Gave up an easy field goal. Yep. It wasn't even like a stressful late drive. It was it was easy. They got right to where they wanted to go. And and you know what really proves that Staley's a trash coach? <laughs> that they didn't right. fire him, but fired like six assistants. Yeah. You have to completely restructure your entire staff. Speaking of those, speaking of still time, there's still time. There's still time to restructure the the part of the staff that really needs to be restructured. Yeah, they may be waiting to see who else gets fired before they. Honestly, honestly, you watched pretty much every game this weekend. There was, I I really can't think of like cringe moments, Mm -hmm. uh, but the moment of. Uh, Bosa slamming his helmet, Staley fucking picking it up like his like like his water boy, picking up the helmet mm-hmm. for him, trying to bring it back to him for him to literally throw it at the ground again. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like this is the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Like, they they don't even look at you. That was fireable enough to me. <laughs> they don't even look at the game. Is the game is collapsing? Jacksonville knows they won midway through the fourth quarter. The Chargers, based on the way they acted, knew they lost early in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And and Staley's walking around with his eyes like this. Like they like he was I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, that was bad. That was it was really, really, really atrocious. Uh I'm looking at, bro, I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence, an elite looks like an elite leader. Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. clearly an elite leader. And I'm looking at the other team, and there's no leadership to be found. None. Like, Herbert, another cringy thing, Herbert, as they're, like, starting to blow the fucking game, is walking on the sideline, like, hyping everybody up, and everyone is dead. Yeah. That tells me that he doesn't do it enough. Not at all. Yeah. So, so I'm guys who hype people up all the time, they're ready for it. Yeah. I'm with you yeah. on all the Herbert questions. But if Staley mm-hmm. comes back, yeah, it like, doesn't it doesn't we're help. We're not him. getting any answers, right? Right. It's it's strange, and you know, I I get Herbert gets a lot of love, and I I don't like being the hater all the time, but I think that it's a little bit misleading how they treat some of his stats. Um, for example, he's second in the in the league in passing yards, right? Second. But like he only has he has the same amount of touchdowns as Tua does. And Tua missed how many games? Three? At least five. Five? Uh he only has two more than Dak. And one Dak more than Derek five. Carr. One more than Derek Carr. So I mean like it's not like he's uh setting the world on fire like as much as people think they get a lot of yards and he doesn't finish plays yeah he doesn't finish drives i should say yeah um and you see it in this game that last drive that they had was so like pitiful such a pitiful drive um he he kept throwing it away he looked so desperate 
instead of uh, controlled like we see some of the you know top tier quarterbacks. Lawrence looked really controlled even when they were desperate. He looked super controlled. He looked like he was more determined than desperate. And uh, Herbert looks more desperate than determined. Um, definitely looks rattled. Um, but he was desperate. You know why? You know why Herbert was desperate? Because his idiot what? coach got his second option hurt for no reason at all. It's true. Again, again definitely I'm, not I'm a lie. completely with you that Herbert sold, and he's had a weird developing pattern of kind of just piling up stats, and they still find some way to blow the games. Yeah. But Staley has been inept this entire time. Yes, you're right. You're Mike right. Williams. Mike Williams is one of the best second options in the league. One of the early points about the Chargers, you said, was they shut. They did a good job containing Keenan Allen. That that means Mike Williams should feast. Yeah. And he has a fucking back fracture. Because yep. he was out there for a game that didn't matter at all. Yep. Staley's an idiot. I hope he apologized to them in the locker room. Like, I'm sorry, this loss is on me. I hope he did too. Don't don't blame my young my young elite quarterback who's clearly elite. I'm the fucking problem. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens next year. I I'd be surprised if he's still there. Uh, they may be trying to figure out the financials of how to of how to fire him and you know. Paying whatever he's owed, they might be trying to figure that out before they fire. Like I said, they also might be looking to see who's going to be available because I think there's other guys getting fired this year too that aren't fired yet. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Seahawks 49ers game. Um, I love. I was impressed that the Seahawks made it a good first half. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Gino. He had a great, great year. Fantastic year. Yeah. Um, it sucks that he probably won't be the starting quarterback next year but yeah. he played his heart out this year played his heart on this game he, he tried really hard but he's another guy yeah. like Huntley based on what we saw from him this year he's going to be in the league for a long time yeah he wrapped he wrapped it up that he's going to be on a team for as long as he wants yeah. to be on a team 49ers look good man they're stacked of course offense look great defense yeah. look great Purdy I love Purdy man I'm, I'm a Purdy fan they're honestly, Mr. they're Irrelevant. honestly the best roster in the NFL. I I don't think that's a hot take. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe you could argue it with a couple other rosters, but it's not a hot take. That tells you that they're that good. Yeah, as far as being complete in the amount of really good players, they they oh got the best God. roster. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that's not much to say about that. So let's talk about the game of the weekend. Monday night. Stop it. What? That was my game of the weekend? I mean, it was supposed to be. <laughs> by the way, by um, the way, NFL putting games on Monday, like now the Cowboys have way less time than the Niners. Yeah. I feel like that's, again, I don't mind if it's a day, but two days seems a bit extra. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, and, and you know, I, I'm to to get into this game. <clears throat> sometimes I kind of try not to over um, 
overvalue what I see in the regular season from teams I'm especially teams I'm familiar with. Yeah. But I mean the writing was on the wall for this game with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like and you really you really go letters. back. I talked about it coming into the playoffs, like, oh, maybe they clicked in that uh Panthers game. Mm-hmm. That game was a clear outlier. It was. A clear outlier for a team that sucks. <laughs> this was an atrocious performance by them. This, uh, yeah. I don't really care. Honestly, with Jacksonville, I wanted to make sure I give them credit. With Dallas, I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less either because the Buccaneers' offense has been peaks all year. And Dallas's defense has been fantastic all year. So yeah. it was already going to be a wrap for me. I mean, like, Tampa, no Bay, Tampa Bay struggle against New Orleans. They struggle against Arizona with a backup. Like, literally every the, win they had was a struggle. And none of them have probably the defensive player of the year. On, exactly. On so, yeah, so I'm not – I wasn't expecting anything there. Um I am impressed with how Dak played. So shout out to Dak, but he had, he had six plus seconds to throw every time. Yeah. There he was did. times where I'm like, wow, he's taking too long, and he would still throw and still... be open to keep the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Pollard played really good. Yeah. Um, he did. Real quick about the GOAT. You know what a season high in uh, pass attempts was this year? Like 68? 58. Okay. He had 66 in this game. <laughs> and this and this leads to, to a great point. He hasn't he didn't crack 60 all season until <laughs> this game. Like he's 45. Yeah. This we just talked about um a, a blown twenty seven point lead, and like that's kind of the pinnacle of bad coaching, blowing a lead kind of that in, with a team that talented, with the way they did it without really like making boneheaded mistakes, just letting the team take the game. Mm-hmm. But Todd Bowles on Monday really tried to be the most inept coach of the weekend. He did. Bro, you have a 45-year-old quarterback. You don't even try to run the ball from the start of the game? The crazy thing is, when they did run, it was successful. They averaged like uh, Rashad White, averaged six yards a carry. Yes, bro. They've ran the ball. Like, they, they it took them half the season to figure out that Leonard Fournette is washed up. Yeah. It took a long time. I'm not sure why. Again, another reason that maybe Todd Bowles is not a good coach. Yeah, no. Bro, Todd, you're the defensive guy. Mm -hmm. Dak has a year to throw every play. And where, again, I don't know football well. Maybe correct me if I missed it. Did you see them match up ever? No. I saw zone all day. Yeah. Like, dude, like Dak is – you're lobbing up Dak a, a historic performance. Yeah. And Dak is sitting there like, no problem. Yeah. 
Again, yeah, I mean, because you, you're not putting your 45 year old quarterback in a position to succeed. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything defensively, which you're supposed to be the expert of. Right. What are we doing? Because if anything, Dak does well, it's what Tampa Bay let him do this entire game, which is find short range passes wide open. Wide open. And 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 just have time. If you give him time, he can do it. It's the time management, you know. It's the quick getting him out of the pocket is where Dak messes up. But if you let him ch- chill in the pocket and look for guys, yeah. he's gonna find somebody. You know, midfield, short midfield kind of passes. I mean, this yeah. this was so bad that Mike McCarthy looked like a good coach. <laughs> That's really bad, but yeah, he did. It looked like he was he was doing something that was working, and really it was just Tampa Bay playing really really bad. And and now and they now have fired their offensive coordinator, like as a kind Byron, of left which, yeah, as like a as plea a player, to keep Brady. Byron, as as I as I know it, Byron Leftwich called their plays when they went to they won the Super Bowl. I believe so. Yeah, what's the difference? The other coaches, of course. <laughs> Todd Bowles. Like, yep. again, I just – I was surprised. I, I don't even like what I see in the future from this team. Yeah. Why would Brady come back to this? It didn't. Even it didn't. though I – mean, maybe the offensive line gets healthy, but that's not a good recipe. I've seen teams waiting for offensive lines to get healthy. It, it takes – it always takes longer than you expect. Yeah. It does. <clears throat> yep. Um, so when you say Tom shouldn't come back to this, do you mean football or the Buccaneers? No, the Buccaneers. You think Tom can still play in the NFL? Absolutely. I do too. I don't like people acting like this is it, but. If it's a question of should he keep playing, that's different. Can he keep playing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Should he keep playing? I don't know. I'm not going to get into that today. But uh, And all his yeah. options, from what I've heard, he goes to the Raiders, they're unstoppable. He goes to the Niners, I'm not even watching football next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes like any of these options he goes to, it's just contender. Like yeah. such it's a, a good- clear-cut contender. It's a good year for quarterbacks to switch. Yeah. I mean, may, I mean, the Rams may have an open job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That could, I mean, that could be fun. So, um, let's get into the matchups. Uh, Saturday, we're recording this on a Friday for mm-hmm. those who do not know. So, tomorrow we have Jags Chiefs. Is picking the Chiefs? I'm just going to go the, to the picks. We don't yeah. really have to break down that meeting. Yeah. Chiefs. I think Kelsey's going to dominate. Just from what I saw from the Jacksonville's defense, I think Kelsey's going to destroy them. Yeah, and I think Mahomes is going to put on a uh, show. I was I can't even think of another way to say show. It's, but It's also because it's the only Arrowhead show. game. Oh, yeah. Because the next one's in, in the neutral site. <clears throat> it's going to be nuts. Uh. Giants, Eagles. Eagles. Mm. 
They'll they'll run you guys over. <laughs> Again, uh, everybody's talking about Hurts' shoulder against the 49ers, maybe against the Cowboys. Like, yeah, I, I'd be concerned. Um, mm-hmm. But they already ran over y'all twice. <laughs> They're going to have no problem doing it again. They've done it all year long to, like, most of the teams they've played. Let me go with the Giants. I'm I'm staying with them. I love it. I'm gonna pick the Giants in this. I think um, hey, sorry to beat a team three times. That's what I've been told. So I'm gonna go with the Giants. Uh, San Francisco made it look easy. By the way, that's true. They're better than the Eagles. I would say. Uh, I don't need any other explanation though. No explanation. All right, Bengals and Bills. This is. I mean, I think clearly the best game of the weekend. Who you got? Yeah. I'm going to go with Buffalo. I'm going Cincinnati. I just, I, I don't like, I don't like Cincinnati's luck lately. I think this is the last game they'll have it. They've got one more leaf on the clover. I think they'll, uh, mm-hmm. I think they're going to bounce back, and I think that I think that the Bills are easier to. And I'm not a football player, but from watching, I feel like the bull the Bills are a little more predictable as far as like scouting. Like I feel like I going in, I would know what to expect, but I think the Bengals, uh, I think they have a lot more ways they can win. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm going with the Bengals, but I, I'm not I'm light on that one. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, man, that this is gonna be a you can't game. really pick a definitive favorite, but yeah, I think I think uh, this would be a big game for Josh, man. I I I would like to see him step up and, and put on a show because again, like this... you know, last year what he did against Mahomes, like I don't think that Josh is gone. No, definitely not. Definitely. I hope to see it. Um, this is one of those games where they ask, um, which quarterback needs this game more, because this is a turning point game for both of them. I would say. Um, I think this Josh, game to me, Josh be, needs it much more. I think so too. I, I think so too. But on Joe's side, this if they win this game, Joe plays well. This like locks him into top five in the league. Josh has been top five in the league last three years, I would say. Mm-hmm. If he performs well in this game and they win this game, this, you know, locks the Bills into a, you know, perennial contender. It locks Josh into the guy everyone is supposed to fear. But yeah, um, if he loses this, it could mean a lot. So I think Joe has more to gain. Josh has more to lose. Yeah, that's a good way um, to put it. Yeah. So you got Bills, I got the Bengals. Last one, Cowboys 49ers. I think this game is going to be better than people think, but the 49ers, I got the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, Purdy was so incredible in the second half. Like, he's been good since he's been starting, man. He's yeah, been he's just been really good. 
And I want to feel like I want to say that's not that's going to run out. But I mm-hmm. the, again, the Niners are so stacked. I, I'm not sure it will. Has he seen Michael Parsons yet? Uh, I don't think so. That's I don't know, man. <clears throat> but but I'll good, tell you so what. I tell you what. He looked fine under pressure uh, against Seattle. Yeah. Um. And again, like the Niners are just so physical. Yeah. Similar Very to the physical. Eagles, like people just look at how great their players are, but the reason mm-hmm. they dominate both of these teams dominated the the conference is because they they're just too physical for everybody. Yeah, they're um they have a culture there that is just like they're out there trying to hurt guys. And I don't mean I don't mean that in a bad way, right? Because we have had guys seriously hurt, but they really look like they're out there trying to inflict pain. Yes. There. And like that's, and that's on what you blocks. want in, in your team. Yeah. They're physical, yeah. man. I that's that's why that's the one aspect of the Cowboys that wasn't tested. Right. Like yeah, okay, Mike McCarthy's maybe a decent coach. You know, your offense mm-hmm. is good. We saw that. Your defense is good. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, your kicking actually sucked, so that could really cost you if if this is a good game. Right. But I just I, – I don't know, man. I can't picture it. Yeah, I, I think I think Dallas's defense can stun them, but uh, not enough to win the game. But you talk about – Like I said, I, I do think it will be better than people think. What What's up? You talk about guys who can uh, – who have a lot to gain. Mm-hmm. If Dak wins this game – and I mean Dak. I don't mean like Micah Parsons makes Purdy look like a rookie finally. Or Pollard goes crazy. Right. Or yeah. Zeke has like yeah. some resurgence. Uh, yeah. If Dak went, which again, to me, if the Dallas wins, it has to be Dak. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're looking at him completely differently next next podcast. I agree. This is This is a huge game. For Dak to like really show people and really impress people. Yeah. It is. It is. You're you're completely right. Um I hope he I hope he does. Uh, I also uh, hope I do he doesn't like get that. outplayed by Purdy. <laughs> I like Purdy, man. <laughs> Which is, is likely to happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. But if he gets outplayed by Purdy, to your point, I don't think it'll be because of Dak. No, like it'll just be because the team didn't play well and and they're better. But yeah, uh, yeah again, that, that does San Francisco. Need to win I mean, their coach is top five too. So yeah, there's no shame in losing to them. Yeah, they got a squad. I mean, they're tough, super tough. All right. Um. So you got you got 49ers. We got 49ers. Those got 49ers. You got the Bills. I got the Bengals. I got the Giants. You got the Eagles, and we both got the Chiefs. Okay. Um, and I love Jalen Hurts, man. I just, I don't, I don't know something about the Giants, man. I, I want to believe in them this time. I like the Giants' Dude, magic. If whether it lasts or not, I like it. Yeah, that's where I, I'm at with it. I'm, I'm on the magic for now. But I, I want the Eagles to win. I want the Eagles to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Jalen's gonna be locked in. We know that. Yeah, we know that for a fact. For a fact. Best leader in football right now, probably. Um, 
Okay. Anything else, NFL? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. To the NBA. Golden State has a really, really rough week this week. Uh, they had games the, wise. Yeah, they had the Celtics last night. They got the Cavs tonight. <clears throat> that, I mean, two best teams in the East right now. They're hottest. Let's talk teams, about it. They had you know, they got a nice test yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, good sample size. They're pretty much full strength. Mm-hmm. Both teams f- full strength. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a good test for both teams, really. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about Golden State? Um, I didn't learn anything new for from Golden State. Uh, I like how they went with the small ball lineup. I thought that was cool. Um, but. Play. This is going to be tough on defense for them. For them to use that small ball lineup against Boston, like later on, defense is going to be tough if they're not going to bring anybody in that assists with defense. Um, for Clay to have to be like go back to what was it, twenty fifteen, where he was like the one of the best defenders in the league. For him to have to do that for them to play well. Is going to be a problem moving forward. Um, yeah, we I know, just can't count on that, right? We know Poole and Seth are—I don't want to say liabilities, but we know that they're the weakest defenders in this lineup. With Draymond at the five, Wiggins at the four is the one I'm talking about. For those who didn't watch the game, it's Steph, Poole, Clay, Wiggins, uh, and Draymond. Uh, and then. Same thing that I've seen all seasons, that the bench gives them nothing. We get 10 combined bench points in this game. Um, they went nine deep, I believe. Uh, DiVincenzo came in. I think he I want you to six. list me there are four bench players. DiVincenzo, uh, Anthony mm-hmm. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Looney came off the bench. Looney. And, and uh, who's the fourth guy? I got, I got to look it up because I don't remember. Oh, that's all they did. They just went eight. They just went eight. Eight. I thought Wiseman, Wiseman played last game. I guess he was out this game. <clears throat> let's went, say hypothetically, hypothetically, let's say Wiseman played and let's say, you know, Kuminga, Moody, they check, whatever. Yeah, Kuminga was hurt. My point is, can any of those names check a soul on Boston? Depends how deep Boston goes. The, the top eight, nine players for Boston. <laughs> the answer is no. You're saying that, Stop. I know wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. What's the question? Can Looney land or those Divincenzo? bench guys hold their oh, own no, defensively? No, no. no. Divincenzo was getting fuck lit the fuck up the entire game. I, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, and that, that's what my point was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're right. That, that was the concerning thing with the bench. Like, it's I don't mind if they can't score. It's a disaster, yeah. I don't if mind you can't score goal. and also can't defend, it's a, it's not going to work. Right, right. Because, you got to give me something. Right, because now your clay and pool are like a duo in their own, essentially. And mm-hmm. then Steph, like, you just, you're asking too much of your three best scorers. Yeah. And the more the more all three of them eat, the less I like Wiggins' shots. 
Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't like any of the shots he took, even some of the ones he made. Yeah. But like a lot of it I could forgive because Clay was getting a lot of like the really good looks. Right. So it, their their shot selection's always kind of been like on the verge of disaster, but always nuclear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they know how to ride that line, obviously. But, yeah, they do. You know, you're getting like to your point, you're getting deeper into the game, and you're really at a certain point between like midway of the third and midway of the fourth. You you're yeah. playing better than Boston. Yeah. Like significantly better. Yeah. And to me, the only reason you couldn't hold on to this game is because Boston kept finding weak links. Yep. Which, you know, later on in the game happened to be Steph. But you can't let yeah. these guys attack DiVincenzo isolations. I mean, Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brown had 20 possessions on DiVincenzo, he'd probably score 15 times. Yeah, absolutely. And it looked like it. Like, every time Tatum was not playing well, all of a sudden Lamb gets switched onto him and he gets the separation he needed. Yep. Or Steph switches onto him separation, like, individually they just don't match up well and they can't make up that ground like they could last year no they can't they can't with with what they got i i think and to your question i do think of all the guys maybe kaminga comes in he can guard the grant williams maybe Derek white on a switch but it's it's not enough to stop the other elite scorers and they just keep going deeper and deeper of guys that can contribute on both ends the Celtics do and Warriors just do not have that right now yeah not have and again it's like a you said DiVincenzo just can't check anybody <laughs> on Boston like there, there are a lot yeah, of teams Boston. he could hold his own but Boston is just like all either high IQ guys or super athletes if he's not if he's not stuck with Derek White like only Derek White no right. switches then he has no other chance right Derek White is really the only one he can guard and and that's really only if Derek White isn't like on fire because we've seen Derek White have moments where you know it doesn't matter but but seeing yeah. seeing pool and clay play well together uh mm-hmm. I'm still very excited even if they never figured the the, the defense out they're still going to be a, a crazy dangerous playing team offensively in this game I mean there are just Wiggins shooting a little bit better from winning this game. That they really had they had very few flaws offensively as Warriors. I mean, they could have made some shots that they missed, but as far as production, what else can you ask for with other than Pool twenty four, Steph twenty nine, Wiggins twenty, Clay twenty four, Draymond eleven? I mean, the, the team scored what one hundred and what was the score? One eighteen. They scored one hundred and eight. Just the starters. So the bench gave him ten. Yeah. Wow. You're not beating Boston it, like that. No, you're not. And and that's the thing. I mean, Looney came off the bench and had twelve rebounds and only one basket. Which I don't even know how you do that. How you get twelve rebounds and one basket? He only had one Looney's shot. A at worker. Looney's a hard worker. <laughs> yeah. It means. How many were three offensive rebounds and, you know, didn't put him back? Didn't even try. I, I, we talked about this. Like, Looney working hard looks awesome when it's four other guys with him working hard. 
Yeah. When Looney working hard with a couple guys working hard and then a couple guys are not engaged, Looney looks trash because he's not athletic. He's not mobile. Like, he's not that good. Everybody knows this. Yeah, and you know, the one thing that was most concerning to me about the Warriors, um, and back to a point that we've been making, is that they only went eight off the bench. But if this was another team, they'd be trying to get Moody out there Patrick Baldwin Jr. is on the roster. Wiseman was sick. Kaminga was sick. But if we're the, – the best Warriors teams didn't have guys on the roster that couldn't get on the floor. Like, you know, the championship teams, they might have went eight sometimes, but they didn't go eight because the other two guys on the roster weren't playable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just went eight because – there was eight guys rocking and it was cool, but for um, play to be in terrible foul trouble in this game, really everybody was in pretty bad foul trouble other than Steph. But for Clay to be in the foul trouble he was in, and then not even go an extra guy off the bench, regardless of the hurt guys, tells me that they're not even confident in the roster. Because Moody has been playing all season. To me, Good to minutes. me, it's obvious. Yeah, and Moody just had a, a DMP today. He's been playing good minutes all season. So the fact that he wasn't playable in this game tells me, all right, we don't think he's ready to play at this level with these kind of guys. So that's concerning. Yeah. It's concerning. Uh, Wait, let's, let's I'm sure they'll look Boston around the buyout market. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. The Boston. team that won the game? Uh Wow, I mean that that was a a very losing looking win. It was. It was. You know, Boston man, like they're so obviously the best roster in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, I, I we've kind of disagreed on like I think they're the best team in the league. Pretty clearly, um, you've kind of been hesitant because of their problems, but. Mm-hmm. And and but this is where we've seen eye to eye from this point on. Mm-hmm. Their, their problems, we keep watching them, and they're they're all self inflicted. Like yeah, they are. It gets to the point, like the third quarter, the Warriors slowly take control and almost start to blow them out. Yeah, and I'm watching. I'm like Boston. This this game should have been over. Yeah, this game should have been over. And why why is it not? Because because Jason Tatum like has no IQ of what shots to take. No, he doesn't. Shots no IQ. still worse in the league to me. Horrible. The pass the passes are just just bad. Guys are Seven dribbling turnovers. in traffic like Sov. Yeah, like, these are all basic mistakes that these guys should know not to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, watching Robert Williams still goes for every single pump fake known to man. Yep. Rob, why why are you trying to block every single jump shot? Doesn't make any sense. Dude, the amount of times Boston played great defense for 10 to 23 seconds, and then Rob Williams would fly out and just leap on a pump fake. 
mm-hmm. leading to Clay wide open, Steph wide open, because those guys are masters at that. Pool too, yeah. Pool is another obviously pool, but man, that shit was killing me. Yeah. I'm like, Rob, if you actually tried to move your feet, you probably could get these guys to take awful shots. Yeah. But you're just leaping yep. it so many times with Boston. It's just like boneheaded fundamental mistakes. It was. And then like Tatum's mistakes like infect the team. Mm-hmm. Because Smart, again, when, when they were on the verge of getting blown out, Smart looked like he wanted to prove that he was better than Steph Curry. I know you noticed that at one point. Smart started, like, posting him up, coming off the screen, pulling up, pulling up and transitioning his eye. I'm like, wait a minute. What is happening here? Remember, there was a game last year in the playoffs where Smart started posting Steph up, and it was working. It was working. It's still working. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think that he thinks that that's going to help them win games doing that. But it really doesn't matter to the Warriors. They're not worried about that. That's what was so bizarre. Like, yeah, you're taking advantage of the fact that you're a better roster. But mm-hmm. You don't need to rely on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what they keep falling back on. They keep falling back on depending on how great their roster is. Yeah. That's why I can't be confident in them. That's uh, and you're right. That has been my only issue, really. It's been the same stuff. Uh, Tatum goes four for thirteen, takes thirteen threes in this game. Um, why? I have no idea why. Why, bro? They were no just chucking. Jalen Brown was just chucking in the first half. Why? Brown's percentage in this game. It, it ended well, but it was atrocious going into the fourth quarter. I want to say it was like two for. Two for 16 or something like that. Two for 14. Yeah. yeah um, that was terrible. Um, he had five fouls. He was just hacking and reaching all over the place. Um, like you already mentioned, smart. But, and the thing is, man, on paper, this game should not have been close. I mean, they, Al Horford out, was great. They out-rebounded the Warriors 63-47. to 47. And the Warriors were really small. I don't even know, 60 to 47. Um, like we mentioned, they went they went deep on the bench. They had the mismatches throughout this whole game. They got Clay in foul trouble. They did, like, everything that they wanted to do, they needed to do, and it was still almost lost. Yes. And and you know the what? The thing is, if, if, if um, Tatum doesn't have – like a career again. This is my issue. If Tatum doesn't have a career night, if he doesn't get 19 rebounds in this game, they lose. If he doesn't get 34 points, he hit 12 free throws. If he misses a few of those free throws, they lose. Um, they only shot 33 percent. Tatum and Brown both. Yeah, it, it was bad, man. I, I really, they just looked inexperienced. Yeah, which was How do you bizarre. I'll rebound a team by 16 and barely beat them. You have to go to overtime. I, I will say one major positive watching them play very not well. Um, mm-hmm. Brogdon was a, a godsend for this team. He was. Like, I couldn't think of a more perfect guard in free agency or trade to to get than Brogdon. 
Yeah, he's he does exactly what they need, and he doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. He misses a lot of shots sometimes, but but he takes. They needed someone who doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, and his shot selection is good. But watching Brogdon be exactly what they needed and still have the same problems last year, Mm -hmm. like now, now I can't really say, man, if they really get a floor general out there, like the the turnovers will go down. They got one. They got one. They don't. They don't want to play through him because they want to do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, there's so many times like Tatum. Let's let's run one of the scoring options through somebody else. For Tatum, you're good enough to not have to get high from high on every jump shot you take. I know. He he. He takes shots with people's hands in his face every single time. And I'm not mad. Why he does I'm not that. mad at the free throw ones, like the middies. Yeah, I'm not mad at those. No. The the pound, like hardened step back three. Like, bro, just because your Everyone footwork knows looks coming. good doesn't mean I want to see that shit. Everyone knows it's coming. I mean, I, I know. know everyone who plays basketball and has seen the Celtics play knows that Tatum does that to get his three off. And- like there, there were two specific plays where I'm looking like I feel that Boston could be unstoppable. The the play mm-hmm. where like Tatum all day is taking pound step back threes. In the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, he finally acknowledges, damn, all my threes have been short. He gets to the free throw line. The same pound step back water. Yeah. Like, bro, like to your point, 13 threes when you're not shooting them well, why? And then another play where they finally they're they're playing messy. They run a double screen with Smart and Tatum and Brown as the screeners. Mm-hmm. First roll isn't there. He hits Brown on the second roll, and they get a wide open shot out of it. Yeah, like bro, these are things you could run almost every time down. Yeah, and we're they calling don't... like mismatch isos. They're allergic to open shots. They take one. They take like two a quarter, and you know they get tired of taking any other ones. And Tatum is the only superstar in the league that takes contested shots every shot. The only one that I know of. I mean, he takes more contested threes than Steph does. Yeah, and he doesn't need and to at all. He doesn't need to at all, man. It, that's been my issue with him all along, and he doesn't change. I'm, I know he's not going to change at this point. I don't know why he likes that or, you know, obviously we're hoopers. We know the feeling of when someone's ham is right in your grill and you hit it anyway. How good that feels. I get it, Jason. I understand. But yeah, I have to do that because I'm 5'7". Right. Tatum doesn't have to do that at 6'9", with, with guards guarding him. I know. He takes – when he gets into the post, he gets an easy fadeaway, easy short jumper anytime he wants. I know. No one can stop Brown from getting to the basket, getting into the paint, and he does the same thing. He likes that little pound, same thing. Pound, like, bring just, the ball up right into yeah. your chest while he takes the shot. I guess the overall point from this game is this is discouraging for Boston because last year I could live with – Golden State is good enough to expose Boston's slight problems and make them like major problems. Yeah. Now it doesn't even look like it was Golden State exposing the problem. Like Boston just looks like they have problems. 
Yes. And that, to and, me, that's a recipe for an earlier playoff exit. And the thing is, Boston, Boston's record is fantastic. But when they go against teams that have other two guys who can score at will, or, I mean, not even two, but multiple guys who can score at will, teams that get out on breaks really well, they have a hard time because they turn the ball over, they don't get back. They have a hard time because they'll take contested shots and another scorer doesn't take contested shots. They get easy right. shots. This is why the Bulls have beat them twice. This is why the Cavs have beat them twice. I mean, who gets out on the break better than the Bulls? Zach Levine and um, get on the break. Exactly. And that's why it's a recipe to beat the Celtics. Um, and then who – I mean – Rosen really doesn't take any bad shots at this point. Now he knows his shots. He knows what he needs. If he doesn't have it, they got other guys. Um, we already know what Donovan does. Donovan is an efficient scorer, playmaker. They move the ball well, which is another thing Celtics have a hard time uh, on defense against. So we're seeing the recipe to beat them, but not all the teams have the depth, obviously. The teams don't have the depth. They don't have enough talent to do it. But the teams who do give them a hard time. Not saying that they, not saying that the Celtics can't beat them, but uh, come playoff time, if they're if Tatum's still having seven turnovers a game, still trying to break turnover records, and uh, Brown and Tatum are still trying to shoot in good defenders' eyes all the time. Yeah, you know it's hard to have a lot of confidence in them. One other point I guess I will make for Boston is going back to last year. I, other than the Warriors, I didn't see anybody be able to keep Tatum like turning the ball over. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? In all the other series, it was one horrible game, one great game, you know, one horrible game, one great game. And that Mm -hmm. to me is like obviously leans towards Boston because if they don't turn it over, they're probably unbeatable. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and, and you need a recipe to keep them playing sloppy, which the Warriors have or could have. Yeah, the, the other yeah, Eastern they, contenders, I'm not confident in them. You know, one thing is I don't think the Warriors really double Tatum that much. Yeah, they, they let him rock. I mean, you know, they got guys to check pass, him. Yeah, they do. Boston does this to a lot of teams too. They do. If you're going to make a tough pass, go ahead and make a tough pass. We're not going to let you pass it over us to somebody wide open. Yeah. That, that's where he gets he gets caught up a lot. And um, I, I actually do think that the other teams that I mentioned, you know, the Bucks, the Bulls, the Cavs, I think they are starting to get into that because they know they can really check everyone else. You know, they're sending guys like Mobley out there who can check yeah. a guy like Tatum without having to trap him. Um that's the that's uh, the scary thing is a lot of in the the teams in the East have the potential to do it. They do, yeah. Even do. though the the lesser teams who are struggling more, like I think, have some upside to show that. Yeah, and, and the teams in the East are now catching a stride to get guys who can score with them too. So it, it's going to be interesting. The East is going to be really, really, really interesting. Um, the Warriors, we've talked about it. The depth is the issue. It's still the issue. That was the biggest issue in this game, I I would say. Um, down the stretch, they missed a lot of shots, but then they didn't have any – didn't really have any help. They couldn't stop Celtics. 
Yeah, man. So I'm scared. I'm scared if Steph misses another couple weeks, they'll slip enough in the standings to not make the play in. Yeah. I would I would be really, really or Clay, to be honest. I mean, at this point, any other Clay, Poole, or Steph, they yeah. can't miss time. No, they can't. Even Draymond missing time yeah. would be yeah. tough. Warriors have um so they just had Celtics. Throwing the call out there with the with the back right. arch, the old age. He would have helped last night, though. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Then so they got Cleveland, then they got Brooklyn, and then they got Memphis. So they got a tough four game stretch. I mean, I mean, I don't think Durant's back. I mean, Durant won't be back for Brooklyn, so that's not as tough as it would be. Yeah. But did did you want to talk about Brooklyn before we get out of here? By the way. Yeah, man. Um, so Durant's been out. And they suck uh, again. They suck again. When is Kyrie going to realize, like, it's okay to be robbed? Maybe you just are robbing. I, I didn't like, think he'd go there. You didn't think I would go there? No, I just, has he been trying to be Batman? Yeah. Well, he... Let me put it this way. Kyrie is the, was the only one, like, really confident that they were still going to be okay with Durant out. Because he thought he was, you know, he's taking 27 shots a game since Durant's Kyrie is? Yeah. First of all, why are we listening to anything Kyrie says? <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's just, let's start there. <laughs> Yeah, just because he's one of the coolest looking basketball players we've ever seen, doesn't doesn't yeah. mean he's self aware, right? He's proven he's, he's high... proven to be a loser when he doesn't have help. See, and this is this is why I brought this up. Does, does he not have help? Would you actually consider him he, not having he help sure right now? Has help, and that's the worst part of it. He is a loser when he doesn't have help. Now he has help and he's still a loser. Well, and don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they can still win games. They lost to the Suns last night. Hey, Do you the, know Suns, who started man, we've, the Suns, man, we've hated on the Suns a lot. And, like, because his stats didn't make a jump, Bridges will never be a, a most improved player. Yeah. But he's getting nice. But do you know who started for the Suns? The other three players to start for the Suns? Cam Johnson came back, didn't he? He didn't start. Oh, wow. Uh, Tori, I'll tell you. Craig started. Craig, oh, God. Dario Saric and Damian Lee. They started Saric and Aiton together. Sarge, Aiton, Bridges, Lee, and Craig were the Oh, Monty Williams five. is trying shit on Brooklyn. And they beat Brooklyn. Oh, spanked them. Because I didn't watch, and, and Kyrie, the being a loser he is, made it a good game after they were down, like, fucking 30. Yeah. Bro, the Nets are, are just, they're fundamentally flawed as a basketball team. Yeah. Um, the Ben Simmons situation has not gotten any better. How do you Ooh. feel about that? How is it going to get better? Like, I, I didn't think it would get better. No. Well, I thought it would get better, but 
I don't know, man. I, I didn't think that I would notice that Ben still has no leadership. Like, I, I didn't think I would notice that the team still has no way to motivate Ben. I thought by now they'd have a way to motivate Ben, but they don't. Dude, I, I watched the second quarter of this game, and I mm-hmm. was paying attention to the first quarter highlights during halftime when they were kind of going over the game. Yeah. Uh, Cam Johnson looked unstoppable for portions of the first half. Looked really good. Bridges looked unstoppable for portions of the first half. Mm-hmm. Aiton looked unstoppable for portions of the first half. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even? Why would you even think you'd win games? You let everyone eat. Yeah. When you have Durant, who's a Hall of Fame open shot maker, as we've talked about, and mm-hmm. you move the ball well, that's a recipe for success. Yeah. A limited success as far as you know playoffs, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You were winning games. You were moving the basketball great. Durant goes out. Are you still moving the basketball well, Kyrie, with your 27 shot attempts a game? You know what is you know what's the most damning evidence about this game and Kyrie not moving the ball? Joe Harris shot six for six in this game. He didn't miss a shot. He didn't Fourth miss. Game. He didn't miss uh, like but again. As a shooter, you should never this. Never go 100% in a game. If you go Never. 100% in a game, it's all on the point guard's fault that you didn't take 100%. enough shots. Yeah. If he's four for four, he should at least get four more shots. But, like, why would you expect anything different from Kyrie? I mean, Ben is out there like a clown, hacking away, arguing with the ref. Like, he's, like, trolling. He looks like he's I... trolling. He looks like he's trying to get thrown out of games. I... I'm not expecting anything uh, other than other out of Kyrie. I'm just, I just think that um, I, I just wonder what goes through the team's mind when the team pretends to be stacked, pretends to be a big three, pretends to have all this talent, and it just takes one guy to completely make them look like trash, like it. There's no other team. Steph has been out, and the Warriors were winning games, some games, and they still looked like a complete team. Durant goes out, and there's no one other than Steph better than Kyrie on Golden State. There's no one other than Steph maybe as good as Ben Simmons on on Golden State. And you can't be a team without the two all-stars on the team. They're missing three starters, counting Crowder as a starter. Until he gets traded, but they're missing three starters on on the Suns. We look foolish, by the way, in the offseason talking about Kyrie with Ben and a good solid roster could could yeah. be competitive. I didn't think Kyrie yeah. was this selfish. I didn't either, man. Like, bro, KD, KD routinely takes shots I don't like, and I've never seen him not look to pass Claxton the ball. Right. I've never seen him not look to pass a guy, a shooter who's not missing the ball. Right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Kyrie's every possession Kyrie has the ball, it, we're on an island. Yep. Kyrie, Jesus, I'm tired of being on an island. Yeah. I'm not even participating That's... in the island. I'm looking at it. 
Yep. I'm not missing Everybody's a shot, and I got to watch a fucking island in the fourth quarter? Yep. For what? Like, I'm watching this the highlights of the comeback. It's, it's fucking Joe. It's Seth, like, trying to bring them back in the game. Meanwhile, Kyrie's hitting all these hero shots. I'm like, yo, Kyrie, we know you could do this. Yeah. A true leader would would get the team involved that even whether you come back or not, you have momentum going into the next game. Yeah. But now to your point, Joe went six for six and nobody, including the Nets, gave a fuck. Right. Like and it's knew- 23 points a game since Durant's been out, by the way. Took 27 last night, 23 points a game, mm-hmm. 23 shots a game. Like, I, I just, he's never been a point guard. Those those who rank him in point guard lists do not know basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's like putting Iverson in a point guard list. Right. He's he's a beautiful to watch. His handles are gorgeous. But, Mm -hmm. like, as far as leadership, there's nothing positive to say about him. Nothing. As far as, like, leading the team, whether it's by example, by by anything, I don't see shit from him. You know, uh, last game against OKC, but they lost. Yeah. Kyrie didn't even take a single free throw in that game. You can't even get to the line. He was one for seven from three. 23 shots a game. You can't get to the line? Nope. Bro, I watched Jimmy Butler not that long ago literally live on the free throw line for the entirety of a basketball game. Yeah, and Miami broke the free throw record right. in that game. Which is yeah. whack. But but Jimmy was literally on the line every fucking ISO. Yeah. Meanwhile, and you, someone, you're putting up bricks on a team. Someone with that kind of handles. Like Kyrie, you know you can't be putting up bricks on a team that can't get stops. Right. This right. And Nick Claxton is saying. Claxton to become like D- David Robinson. And he's demanding that he gets a defensive player of the year not when they have one of the worst defenses in the league. There's a lot of delusional guys on the team. Claxton at the end hit all backboard. I I mean, that that was funny to me. Mm -hmm. You know, but the team, there's no leadership. Why would you expect your guys to execute down the stretch? Right. Ben, I, yeah, I just, man, I've, I've uh, lost respect for Ben, and I tried to keep it as long as possible. I did too, man. I really did try to defend him, but the worst part is now Job Hahn is calling him out. Like, did he not learn that calling Ben Simmons out is, has been a negative for the whole team every time it's been done? Oh, God, the first thing he does is say, "Oh yeah, we need more out of Ben because he's just not giving us what we need." But yeah, he hasn't given anyone what they needed. He's not competing. Like I, I really don't like if he was really trying to get stops and like really yeah. just moving the ball efficiently, he's not even yeah. really embracing those things. He's not. He's still he's still assist hunting, even though he doesn't want to take shots. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just gross. It is. And then on on defense, I mean he's just a hack box. Yeah. Like, bro, you're literally hacking and expecting the refs not to call it. Yeah. It, it's a fucking yeah. mess in Brooklyn. 
they're twenty eighth in rebounds per game. And they and they expect to win games without Kevin Durant. Kyrie, get real. The the Lakers can't win games without LeBron uh, or without AD. Right. And they have LeBron. The the Bucks struggle without Middleton, without Giannis. Yeah. The Nets are fundamentally trash. They had a good run of playing good basketball, but they're still fundamentally trash. Yeah, yeah. When you're so trash at rebounding, it doesn't matter that you won 10 in a row. No, it doesn't. Who cares when you're going to go into the playoffs and get destroyed on the boards? Still, uh, they could still miss the playoffs. Yes, they could. And I hope they do. Because if they lose, they've lost four in a row. The teams that will go on runs for a fact. Chicago's going to win some games. Cleveland's going to win some games. Miami's going to win some games. New York is – they may not as a fact, but Toronto's going to win been, a few has more has games. kind of been on a run. Toronto's going to come back and win some more games too. So they, there's teams that are coming. Indiana's going to win some more games. There's teams that are, are coming in like – 100%. Yeah, I think all those teams are going to trend upwards, and Brooklyn trending downwards is not a good look. And KD's Who not getting healthier. Right. Like, yeah, he'll get back on the court, but you, you're not going to be able to play him 40 minutes like you do. I'm still waiting for a Kyrie controversy. I mean, it's dumb enough that, oh, KD's out. I still think we can win games. In what way, Kyrie? In what way? You made Cameron Johnson in his first game since November look unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, and I love I love Cameron Johnson. Unstoppable though. Ben and um, sick. Uh, you know, Ben or Kyrie. There's definitely some drama coming somewhere along this this season. One of Ben uh, Kyrie eventually in the All Star game. Hmm? I think KD eventually will have to expose either one or both of them, like to the media. Yeah, because KD yeah. has, and it's kind of his fault, but KD, by his own dumb statements and actions, has kind of mm-hmm. taken all of their problems. Mm-hmm. When on the court, when on the actual court, Kyrie has yeah. way more to do with their losing than KD ever does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Ben you're Simmons right. so far this year, same thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is it for today, everyone. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Uh, next week, we will obviously talk about NFL. Um, probably give our first look at the All-Stars uh, for the NBA. And um, probably something about the Australian. Uh, yeah, man, the, the injury bug has hit them a little bit, but... Uh... That opens room for some surprise names to pop out, so I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Uh, stay tuned to that. Big weekend for sports. Um, but as always, thank you for listening. Subscribe, follow us, and uh, we will see you guys next time.